right, Motown Monday continues, wrapping up Super Bowl 58, hour number two of three. Now, some people would have you believe this is hour number one of two. I don't know who those people would be. Well, actually, I do. I was just reminded by Landfill that it's one of J.P. Finley and Brian Mitchell's good bits to say that my show starts at two, not at one, and conveniently after their show ends. Howdy, boys. Oh, wait a second. Got to turn on the uh, microphone there. Uh, Landfill is actually in studio. This is a big deal to get Landfill here. You know, again, I should have set this up better. The fact that Landfill, Mm -hmm. I just put up a picture of you two, made the, the, the journey from the other side of the building, the other side of the floor over here is freaking impressive. It's quite the track. I mean, you must know how important that is. And it's also basically probably to celebrate the end of football season because you hate everything that everybody else likes, right? I like football. You like football? Yeah. Yes. You Lando mean you watch like... the Super Bowl? Of course. Night? You didn't watch YouTube? I did watch YouTube during the okay. halftime show. <laughs> right, what did you exactly. watch at halftime during the halftime show? I watched a video about an airplane. A, vi- oh, yeah. a video mm-hmm. about an airplane. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was fun. It was great. It was was that the airplane that the door blew off and somehow people miraculously survived? No. Was it just an airplane landing or, it was or a dude taking flying off? an airplane? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know what Rooster nice. does? Nice. Is me, Landfill, and Roos were having a legit football conversation in the hallway, uh-huh. and he asked us to come on his show yeah. to continue that football discussion. Then we get here, and he's talking about airplanes. Right. Well, well that's, I, that's standard I, Rooster. I can't hear you. I, I'm, I'm sure all, it's funny. Yeah, I, I'm trying to make fun of uh, Landfill. Um, so w- here's what we were arguing about or discussing. JP, you took a little bit of umbrage with something I guess I said on Twitter, which was that Kyle Shanahan is not exclusively or primarily to blame. He is to blame to some degrees. The head coach is the offensive coordinator, is the play caller. I'm not telling you that he's not. So just why did you, on a serious football note, why do you take uh, I guess a little umbrage to that. Well, I think I was most offended that you missed your twelve forty-five slot with us. But uh, that's fine. Um, well, landfill never asked, so I didn't want to bother you. So, it, it, some of it is your phrasing, perhaps, because I uh, think when you and I actually speak, we understand it a lot yeah, better. Okay. Um, but you said, "Don't you think for one second the 49ers lost the Super Bowl was primarily, exclusively Kyle Shanahan's fault?" And I appreciate all the ats and tags and hash marks you have in there, as always, because it, it just generates so much engagement. Right. Um, I listen when you're listen, on the when you're on the dark side, you have to do everything you can to. You were on the that people. side for years. I, mm-hmm. the, the, your Twitter game is 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 hackerific. We tell anyway, people every day to turn to your show when it starts do at your two o'clock. Ratings pop at two. I, I think. There you go. I mean, I appreciate. Well, it. he couldn't get ratings before that. He's not on. <laughs> sure. I don't know how else it could work. Um, <laughs> I agree with you. I think there's I think there's three big mm. moments from that game. Okay. And I think I think the kid missing the extra point was huge. Yeah. Now might Mahomes have just gone and scored if he had to? Yes, because Mahomes is that guy. Yeah. But the difference between a four point lead and a three point lead is massive. Um then then you have the muff punt. Nobody did anything wrong. That's the universe, man. Right. Like it, it hit the kid's foot. McLeod could have dove on it instead of trying to field it. I think you said that earlier, and I I tend to I didn't think about that live, but watching it again after you said that, I, I think you're right. Just try to just try right. to keep possession, yeah. right? Don't try to make a play. Mm-hmm. But those two things are like what drives coaches crazy 
are not penalties during play. Like mm-hmm. you get flagged for a hold or, or or a roughing or something. That's within the moment you're you're just playing football. But procedural stuff, pre-snap stuff, dumb stuff, that's what drives coaches crazy in the penalty yeah. game, right? I don't think taking the ball in that overtime was the right decision. I wouldn't have done it, and and I think that falls squarely on Kyle. And I know you can tell me the analytics and blah, right. blah, blah. And defense was gassed. I get all that. I don't want it to be Mahomes dictating terms, and that allowed him to. I, so he, this might surprise you. I, I – I don't disagree with you on that. I would have probably done it the way everybody else would have probably done it. But I guess I do, big picture, understand what Kyle and the 49ers were getting at, at, you know, with the dual possessions and, hey, you want to be in control of your own destiny when it truly is sudden death, which would have been the third possession, right? But my problem is, is in order, there's no guarantee you're going to get to that. There's to that third possession where you control your own destiny. So, so like everybody's screaming about that the skins are going to lose an offensive coordinator. They have to be good first. Like things have to happen. I hate assumptions. So, so that's where I I disagree with Kyle, but I can't kill him. I thought it was more because his defense was gassed. They were just on the field for an 11 play drive. Granted, it was only like two minutes of game time, but you know, it's more than that. Well, you know, what might have helped is. Not going three and out three straight times that to start helped. the second half. And and again, I want to be clear. Kyle Shanahan deserves some blame. One carry. He deserves One some criticism. He deserves some blame. We, there was nine plays in the third quarter. They got negative two yards on those nine plays. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't do that. Granted, bad, 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 bad. I guess my point is I go to the special teams. You know, you know that I care about special teams way more than I probably should. I know you care about coaches special teams. Do. Yes, people coaches want to win games. Do. Exactly, and to me that it cost them seven points because it immediately turns into a, a, a touchdown on a one play four second drive, and then the blocked extra point is the blocked extra point. And as I said to Matt, I said. You lose a game that's a three-point game ultimately, and then tied at the end of regulation, you give up basically eight points. Duh! No bleep, Sherlock. Of course you're going to lose that game. Whoa, but take it easy. I can't kill Landfill's, Kyle Shanahan. Landfill's virgin ears. Yeah, I know. Thank you for accusing me of losing my Daniel mind. What does Daniel need? Daniel seems very imposing in this Well, process. Daniel probably wants to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. We're not going you want to bring them in? Uh, I got to go. Oh, I got to pick my kids got, up. All right, you got to saucy well, and good. I need to ask one quick you, question. You, as, yeah. the, as the investigative journalist, yes. Lampfield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I know where you're going. Is that a I diet orange soda? No, diet cream soda for diet, Giant. Giant diet cream soda. Is that a, a two-liter <laughs> container? Uh, well, it was it was filled up to here. So you have consumed two liters of diet no, no, cream no. soda was, since I, your show started. No, I said it was already sold. He can't hear all these drops. It was about here when I started the show. So, yes, I have inhaled maybe about one-third of a two-liter since the start of the show. I do have one thing for you. Sure. Did you see the Dunkin' Donuts commercial that with Tom Brady? One. We and, did, yes. Uh, you know, uh, what's her name? Best uh, J-Lo commercial. and whatever. So they have this new Amelia limited time. Earhart. Yeah. They have this new limited time, uh, limited menu in celebration of the Dunkings, right? So I went to Dunkin' Donuts. So did Landfill. This morning, did you? I bought really? a dozen donuts. You did. Marketing works. There was a ton of free food for you today, and you consumed none of it. I I got none of it. I was offered none of it, and I got none of it. You were offered the wings that uh, I brought. They they were gone. Um, No, they weren't. uh, Okay, well, they were gone when I went over there. No, they weren't. I just gave them all to Grant and Danny. Okay, well. 
You didn't come in here first. JP stole wings. But listen to me. I, I know you got to go. I know you got to go. You know what Do I you? ordered? This is this is going to make you happy. Is it? I, I think. I got a hazelnut heartthrob medium coffee. Right there. Outside of the obvious sexual innuendo, (laughs) Uh why would that make me happy? Because you think I'm a weirdo and I was dropped off by a UFO. (laughs) I don't think that. You're from a incredibly small part of New York that's never heard of mustard. However, I do think you're the horniest man online. And, the horniest and for you guy to make the, the weird the, the, hazelnut the universe. joke only confirms that you're the horniest man online. Correct, Essig? And the horniest guy on the the, the, the universe. He's, play, he's playing the drop that you can't hear that I'm the horniest guy on the de, de, de universe as I stumbled over my words. You got Saucy the hazelnut heartthrob. Usually you get the hockey hunk. That's your preferred drink. Uh, I like hockey hunks. Uh, I like hockey hunks. So diet cream soda and hazelnut heartthrob is my uh, drink of choices. And Kyle Drinks Shanahan's to blame because he didn't run the ball enough, which is his decision. He what, what do you decides think, dude, at how some often point, they run. In in Super Bowls where he's the play caller, yeah. 0-3 yeah. and outscored at a 3-1 clip yeah, in the second half. It's not good. Half. And he has blown uh, three 10-point-plus leads. The one I would, I, I would say it was a little bit different last night. It was 10 points until late in the first half. It was not 10 points in the fourth. I think the one Super Bowl 54 was worse. That was like nine, nine and a half minutes left, 10 point lead. Yeah. What? Um, this one wasn't how does, I, Forgive me, Essex. How does your brain cross the wires of 28 to three Atlanta Pats when you love Dan Quinn and you love Kyle? Who do you blame for 28 to three? I mean, it, I blame the players. <laughs> That's Russell's entire stick. <laughs> and, and I give credit to Tom Brady. He blames the players, and he, he thinks the coaches are infallible. I do whatever is convenient for me, okay? That That's what the universe is all about, boys. I do what makes sense to my feeble brain, okay? All right. I love you guys. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming to visit. JP, you be safe out there, okay? Why not landfill? Oh, I mean, That's collateral rude. damage. That's rude, one, and two. I think this was a great opening segment to your show. Yeah, congrats on the start of a new uh, thanks, new boys. week. I hope the Odyssey uh, stream is, is is bouncing up because we know nobody listens to it. Rooster's worried about his stream. Terrestrial radio. Oh. Oh, man, Landfill and J.P. Finley. How about that? Start in the 2 o'clock hour. All right. Anyway, back to the calls we go. Um, Got to clean up the wreckage uh, for that. Let's get to our buddy Ethan uh, in Annapolis. What's up, Ethan? How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good, Ethan. What's going on, man? Hey, you know, I think the biggest thing from the game was if you look at the first half, that they just left the door open because the 49ers completely just dominated them with the exception of the score. You know, Kyle Shanahan didn't make Christian McCaffrey fumble. Mm-hmm. And then there was, I think, the, the next drive where, where uh, they were moving the ball. You had a procedural penalty on, on Trent. And yep. the very next play, you a had holding a penalty. huge yep. holding call. Yep that wiped out a massive pass yeah. to Kittle that would have put them on the 50. No, that's a great and then, point. So you, you, yeah, so you, you let, you let a, a, a wrecker like Mahomes hang around. You come out in the second half, and then you have the, the, uh, the mistake with the punt, and then you have the extra point, and then you, you let them get hot. And it's not Kyle Shanahan's fault either that Greenlaw tore his, his Achilles, no, which is a huge part of the game too. I, I think those so. are some excellent points. And I, I, I said, Ethan, I'm sorry, Athen, uh, my, my bad on that. Um, 
No, I, I think that's I think that's a great point because but it, it happened so early in the game you tend to forget about it, right? But like you said, they had completed I think a, a big play to I forget who it was right before the McCaffrey fumble. And that's the first series of the game, right? So that kills that. And like you said, the second series of the game is the back-to-back penalties uh, by Trent, which, you know, again, it's going to happen from time to time. But the second one wipes out. We were just talking about George Kittle not being a factor. Well, people forget George Kittle had an 18-yard catch and run that was wiped out by a Trent Williams. Now, maybe that doesn't happen. I don't know. I'd have to go back and study the play closer. But the fact is, it doesn't count. So he does get... Kyle does get George Kittle involved early, does get a couple of big hits, and yet they can't get untracked, and therefore they can't get points because ultimately they punt, uh, which is, again, to your point. Now, listen, you might say, well, that's because they were undisciplined. Well, yeah, I I get it, but uh, you know, at what point do we not blame the players and say, instead of blaming the coaches for everything, uh, some of it, if not all of it, or a large part of it, has to go on the players? I mean, it was still early in the game, and it, I mean, listen, they were playing so well. Even Chase Young was making plays. Okay, so so you, you know they were they were doing well. But, yeah. but at the end of the at the end of the day, listen, everybody wants to crucify Kyle. Listen, I think Kyle played a major part in stopping to run the ball uh, in the previous yep. two Super Bowls. And to your point, the nine plays with the minus two yards, I think he he got away from it a little bit. But at the end of the day, when they went into overtime. The 49ers defense still could have stopped the Chiefs. They had a fourth and one, and they let Mahomes run for 15 yards on that on uh, when he uh, didn't hand the ball off. And then so he had the big scramble up the middle as well, uh, which I, th- I think exactly. was on third down, exactly. if memory serves me correct. Exactly. So they had their chances, but for me as a football fan, uh, just watching from a distance, they, they left. They should have had about. 20 points in the first half. They had 10. It was a one-score game, and they let them hang around, and it came back to bite them. Yeah, no, it's a great call. Uh, great points. Yeah, great points as always. Thank you. Thank you, Athen. I appreciate it. Uh, always good to hear from you. 301-230-0980. I'm going to real quickly go through uh, those plays right here in the third quarter. Uh, oh, I mentioned at the end of the 1 o'clock hour, the the, uh, the officials, right? I, I gave the two points, right? The officials, we don't at least we don't have to worry about those as storylines, right? I don't think anybody thinks the officials or the bad practice field cost with a fire alarm or there was even a food poisoning type thing. Uh, all of the things that the 49ers dealt with, I don't think anybody thinks that actually cost them this game. But real quickly here, going through this, the first possession of the 49ers' second half, again, with a 10-3 lead, and this is after the bad interception by Mahomes to start to start the third quarter. Uh, Brock Purdy, incomplete pass, right? Second down, false start. Uh, so, again, it's second and 15, incomplete, uh, short left to Debo. Uh, and then Purdy scrambles for four yards on third and 15 punt. All right, so that's a run, but that's a called pass play. Okay, so that's three called pass plays in three plays right there. Then the uh, Kansas City Chiefs go three and out themselves uh, and punt the ball back. And again, Purdy with a completion, but for negative eight yards. That was the one to Jennings that was strung out. I forget. Um, uh, Chenault made that play, uh, if memory serves me correct. Then they get seven of the eight yards back. So again, another pass play, which reasonable on second and 18 although some teams would and then they go incomplete deep the play on Debo that he's hurt on third and 11 so again another third down failure which was a problem but again another series in which you have three three passes and a loss of one yard 
as we mentioned, nine plays and negative two net yards in the third down. And then the third series, again, goes McCaffrey up the middle, finally a run, the one run, then Purdy incomplete, Purdy incomplete on third and 10, and then the punt. So again, nine plays, one run. And technically, Purdy on the first series and the first third down is a run as well, but that's not a called run. You're not call, You're not running the ball in that spot with the quarterback on third and 15. So that was a called pass play. So again, eight out of nine plays, nine plays, negative two yards combined, eight out of nine were called passes. Uh, you know, listen, I'm sure my buddy Grant Paulson is going to defend that and, and say, you know, that Kyle Shanahan had a, a, a you know, a ploy up his sleeve. As we keep saying, Kyle Shanahan is not exclusively to blame. He's not primarily to blame. But I can't sit here and be honest with you and tell you he's not nothing to blame. Kyle has got to do a better job in these spots. He does not want to run the football for whatever reason at times with a significant or even a moderate lead. And again, at this point, during this third quarter exchange, for part of it, he's up 10-3, then 10-6, and then down 13-10. In the Super Bowl in Atlanta, up 28-3, they don't want to run the ball. They want to keep throwing. Well, this is what you get. You get aggressiveness, and you get... <laughs> More of your calls coming up. 220, Team 980, Odyssey app. Good to have you with us. We will get to Kevin in Virginia. We'll get to JYD. We'll get to Jonesy. And we'll get to you. Michael Lombardi coming up in about an hour and 10 minutes. His spin on Super Bowl 58. Stay tuned for that. All right, my guy Eric Flack over at WUSA 9 is just an awesome dude. Great reporter. Better guy. Uh, you know, we mentioned uh, during the one thirty trending alert, but we had just gotten the information right before the show. Uh, he is tweeting about at Eric Flack TV. Uh, that's F-L-A-C-K TV. Huge news from Richmond. Senate, a Senate version of the bill to fund the new Capitals Wizards Arena in Alexandria is dead. The Senate Finance Committee has no plans to move forward over concerns over taxpayer money. Governor Youngkin refusal uh, to negotiate, I guess that's refuses to or refused to negotiate. It says refusal uh, to negotiate, but sometimes, uh, you know, spelled uh, not predictive text. I should say not spell check. Uh, House bill still alive, but Senate Democrats plan to vote it down. Uh, we will do more on this tomorrow. Uh, or maybe later on this afternoon, if we can. Uh, I, I, like, I don't feel very comfortable with politics. I mean, it's hard enough to do what we do with sports because there's so many intricate little details that you know we're guessing on or that we're leaping to conclusions on. I don't know enough about this new development and how this works and whether it's definitely dead or not. I mean, it's not looking good right now is what I would say. It's not a good start. For Monumental in pretty much an early process, but I'm sure Ted Leonsis and I'm sure uh, Jim Van Stone and I'm sure Monumental Opportunity on Twitter uh, will have something to say about this as we go along. So I just want to bring out the news and bring out where we are, but I need some time to digest it, study it, talk to some people, learn it, and you know it's just uh, bad timing for me. 
So I want to bring the news without getting too deep into the woods. Let's get to Kevin in the great Commonwealth of Virginia, which just shot this bad boy down. What's up, Kevin? How are you? Good. How are you, Chris? Good, Kevin. Thanks What's for going taking on? my call. Yeah, thanks for making it. I have an observation and then a question for you. My observation is, it, in overtime, to CBS's credit, they, they kept showing Mahomes on the bench. Mm-hmm. And he looked like he didn't have a care in the world. He was, like, almost daydreaming. He had a little grin on his face. And CBS was sort of saying to the viewers, don't go to bed. This guy's going to get the ball again. And then he goes out and he plays like he's in his backyard in a pickup game. I mean, just amazing. You know, and, I, I didn't pick up know, on that, can, and you're, and, and you're, but now I know. I remember exactly what you're talking about um, because he's Patrick Mahomes, right? Wasn't he like 11 of 11 or whatever it was on on the overtime drive? Well, Brady, Brady would have had his face in the iPad and talking to his receivers. Yeah. Mahomes was like, I got this. Yeah. So, you know, you can, you can slice and dice suits of blame, but the reason the Chiefs won was because of him. And, and that's the bottom line. My question to you is, his performance last night, did that drive Caleb Williams' price up? And what I mean by that is you've got coaches saying, I want Patrick Mahomes on my team, and this kid has the potential, he has the skill set of Mahomes, and I can make him into a Mahomes. And that, that's going to drive his, his price up, or it will make Chicago take him. Uh, is there a comparison there? There's definitely a comparison that people have tried to make between the two skill sets, right? Off-platform, um, you know, athletic, strong arm to make pretty much every throw from some weird angles and all that stuff. But then, you like, for whatever it's worth, you listen to Merrill Hodge, longtime NFL analyst, former NFL running back. Now, he's he, he's not yeah. doing what he used to, but he said he watched three game tapes of Caleb Williams, and Caleb Williams is nowhere near Patrick Mahomes. And I would say this. This is just what I feel right yeah. now, Kevin, as I'm just scratching the surface, is I also feel it's unfair to Patrick Mahomes. It's unfair to Caleb Williams to say Caleb Williams is the next Patrick Mahomes, right? Because those are some enormous, enormous shoes to fill and pressure and expectations and so on. But what I would say is yeah. there are some similarities in their skill set, right, that allow you to think, hey, maybe with great NFL coaching, great work ethic, great film study, what have you, one day this guy could be Patrick Mahomes. Does his price tag go yeah. up? I mean, obviously he can't go any higher than the number one overall pick, but to your point, and he can't immediately get paid his first three years in the NFL any more than the CBA allows, which is like mm, roughly about $36, 37000000 million uh, fully guaranteed for the first four years, uh, somewhere in the high 20s for the first three years. Let's just use that as a parameter. It doesn't it, it doesn't it, it, it doesn't add value in terms of those ways. But to your point, right? You're the number one overall pick. You're Caleb Williams. You're the former Heisman Trophy winner. You're played in Los Angeles at USC. You're playing, in this case, in Chicago, presumably. You're worth a lot of money off the field, right, in, in terms of endorsements, which are limitless and salary capless. So, yeah, I mean, sure, every little bit of everything is going to help Caleb Williams make a lot more money. Does it mean that he's going to be successful on the field, which is all I really care about? No, it doesn't, but... 
Uh, you know, boy. Well, what, he, I, what I meant was uh-huh. does his trade price. If oh, 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 oh gotcha, gotcha. It. Okay, all right, I gotcha. Um, hmm. I don't think it does because, again, he could be Patrick Mahomes one day, but what is he not right now when you have to make that decision? Yep. Right? He's yep. not Patrick Mahomes, yep. right? And he's not even close. Right. You know, again, there's right. some there's some parts of his skill set that are 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 similar. But let's 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 just be honest. First of all, Patrick Mahomes, not immature like Caleb Williams, certainly seems to be in a lot of ways. Seems to be. Again, I'll be I'll just say seems to be. Right. Uh, Patrick Mahomes yeah. never painted his fingernails at Texas Tech and said, you know, uh, and, and painted them with F, um, you know, Texas on them, you know, or or, or asked right. re- allegedly for part ownership of a team, you know, or equity in a team. Now, again, that is all alleged. I mean, he did actually paint his his nails, you know, F Utah on them and then lost to Utah. Right. Um, but right. some of these things problems and issues are alleged not known but Patrick Mahomes is now his brother his dad they're they're both troublemakers Patrick Mahomes is not I mean the worst thing that Patrick Mahomes is probably guilty of is uh his wife's a little crazy and his brother and his dad are a little nuts that's it Patrick Mahomes seems normal (laughs) and 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 obviously a big time winner so uh, let's see how it all plays out. I appreciate you, Kev. Uh, good to hear from you. 231, Team 980. More of your calls coming up. Again, Michael Lombardi at 3.30, so an hour from right now. Uh, did you love the halftime show? Usher and all sorts of special guests. Now, Matt is 30 years old. I'm 50. So, you know, I'm I'm pretty much done like dinner. Stick a fork in me style. I'll give you my thoughts and respond uh, and, and and my prism. I want to get Matt's thoughts as a 30-year-old, and I want to get your thoughts because it was, again, a terribly, terribly played first half. And quite honestly, after that first half, you kind of wanted, you kind of needed a boost at halftime, and I'm not sure for me if I ever got there. Let's do a trending alert right here and right now, and then back to your phone calls. All right, so so much has been said about Super Bowl 58 and the fallout and the overtime loss for the San Francisco 49ers. Kyle Shanahan offering a reason why they took the ball first in overtime. Uh, Despite the dual possession rules, he wanted it for the third possession, which was sudden death. The problem is... They didn't get to that point. But several of the 49ers admitted on the record and to the Super Bowl media assembled in Las Vegas that they didn't even know about the rules, including Eric Armstead, who said, I didn't know about the new overtime playoff rule. So it was a surprise to me. I didn't really even know what was going on in terms of that. Kyle Juszczyk said something similar. And, of course, the man who caught the touchdown, Nicole Hartman, according to Patrick Mahomes, didn't even realize that he won the Super Bowl. How weird, right? Maybe Donovan McNabb, when he didn't know the overtime rules back in Philadelphia so many years ago, maybe he wasn't as silly as we thought he was back then. Players don't know what they don't know. Meanwhile, the NFL offseason is officially here, 
And we will see where it goes from here. The Commanders making a couple of additions to their coaching staff. Bobby Johnson, former Bills and Giants assistant, is their new offensive line coach. And how about this? Ryan Kerrigan is staying on as assistant linebackers coach and pass rush specialist, according to multiple sources. And that's what's trending. All right, 237 Team 980 on a Motown Monday. Wrapping up Super Bowl 58. Again, Michael Lombardi, longtime NFL executive and multi-time book author, will join us to give us his breakdown of the game. I'm having trouble getting into my online gambling account. I know I hit one of my prop bets last night for a – it was like a $4 bet – uh, and I won like $12.60 or whatever because I bet that the game would be tied at the end of the first quarter. And it was 0-0. And quickly thereafter, Kansas City broke uh, – I, sh- I should say – I'm sorry, San Francisco broke that tie. So I know I hit one. I know I lost my main bet, which was a $25 bet, which was the Chiefs plus the two. So I didn't go money line – I went Chiefs plus the two. I don't know why. Um, I think it was sl- uh, I think it was right around the same odds, maybe slightly worse. But I parlayed it with the over at I think forty seven and a half. So I think I just barely lost. I shouldn't say I definitively lost. It may have been 46 and a half. I can't remember what I got it at. And if it was 46 and a half. You're lucky if you got it at 46 and a half. That I won. But I'm pretty sure it was 47 or 47 and a half. It was 47. I guess I pushed. But I think I would still lose the bet. I don't know how that works. Because I hit on the first part of the the two of of the parlay, if you will. So I got to die. But I'm locked out of my account. This is forever my problem. I get locked out of every account. Every there is not a day that goes by where I don't have to spend five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, depending on how long and how frustrating the process is on trying to retrieve passwords to my account. No matter how many times I save the password, the username, whatever, uh, I've got it all on my computer. I use a personal laptop, whatever. It's not, you know, anything to do with work. No matter how many days and times and things that I do. This should not surprise anybody if you know me, right? It certainly does not surprise Matt. I swear to you, I cannot go a day without just beating my head against the wall, trying to unlock myself from an account and not remembering which of my email addresses I used, not remembering which of the, you know, three or four combinations of passwords that I might use. Um, You know, and, and again, every... Like, digital account is different, right? Oh, we want eight characters and a special, or we want eight letters and a special character. Oh, we want 10 to 12 characters and a special, or 10 to 12 letters and a special. Just go screw. I have many faults, damn it. (laughs) Go kick all the rocks. Why can't we come up with a better system than this? All right, let's get to the phone calls. (sighs) Take a deep breath. Let's get to JYD. What's up, JYD? How are you, pal? Hey, how you doing, Rooster? All right, JYD. What's shaking? Uh, well, I'm happy my team won. You're a Chiefs fan? Yes. I didn't know that. How did I not know that? 
Ask Doc Walker. He'd tell you that. Huh. Of all the times you but, called me, I don't recall that you saying anything about the Chiefs, but maybe I'm maybe I'm just missing well, it. Been, well, congratulations. Because, well, thank you, but I'm I'm not I'm not I'm I, I you let's put it this way. I used to be I I, I was a big time Redskins fan, big time right. you know whatever and all. But I, but I but but I'm an old man. I can't. I I, I don't I don't have another thirty years waiting right. for teams. So basically, what you're saying is you broke your leg getting on the bandwagon. Well, I've, I've been a Chiefs fan now for the last ten years. All right. I mean that spans the Andy Reid era, right? So. Well, um, they were my favorite. Well, they were my favorite team when I when 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 when, 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 when I was a teenager. The chief, the chiefs were. Are you from? Are you from Kansas City? No, 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 no. Okay. I fell in love with them because of Hank Stram. Oh, okay. You love to matriculate that, the ball down the field, right? And the colors that they, I, I, I fell in love with the red and white colors that they had. And then, of course, I, I loved the play, the, the players that they had: Otis Taylor, then Dawson, Mike Garrett, who came sure. from USC, or whatever. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Well, congratulations to your Chiefs. Thank you. But here, but 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 the thing, the the the, the problem, the problem with the, uh, I, I'm not saying everybody, mm-hmm. but it, it's going to come a time. I, I I think that Kyle Shanahan gets too much of a benefit of the doubt. He has had the York family has given him every possible tool to win. He's the fa- he he runs the he, he runs the franchise. He has more power than the general manager. Well, or he, whatever. Uh, he he absolutely has more power than John Lynch and he ha- always has. He hired John Lynch, not the other way around. He he ca- look, he calls all the plays. This is his baby. He has to take full responsibility for, for 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 the Super Bowl that they lost to the Chiefs the, uh, a, a couple of years ago, he has to take full responsibility for the loss yesterday, or whatever. And I am I and I will predict that he's the type of guy that will run to the York family and say, yeah 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 yeah, just just, just get me Kirk Cousins. Just, oh 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 oh, oh can, can we pawn twenty fifties draft picks and get me Caleb, whatever. This this guy is look. He's not. He's not going to ever win a championship. Day. He's not. He gets too much credit. I mean, JYD. How do you? I, all right. Let, let me let me ask this. I agree. He gets a lot of credit, but he's the architect of it all, right? And he is the play caller. Now, sometimes that hurts him. Okay, so maybe. At some point, he'll give up play calling. I don't know, but how could you say? How could you say he'll never win a championship? I grant it. it, the 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 short term track record is not good, right? He's blown ten point leads in three Super Bowls. One as a coordinator, two as a head coach. Again, last night was a ten point lead at the end of the first half, not in the fourth quarter like it was four years ago. But I can't sit here and say Kyle Shanahan will never win a championship. I mean, I when you got like, when, when you got, you when, know you that? got the, when you got the offensive player of the year, the top rusher in the league, 
you 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 got Kittle who 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 basically is probably the best tight end in the NFC. You got you you got the best left tackle in football, even at his age. Right. And you didn't use Ayuk enough yesterday. Yes. I mean, do we not give any credit to the Kansas City defense? Oh, the, the Kansas City defense. The Kansas City defense was great. In right. Fact, so, they, so they fact, don't have anything to do between McDuffie and and Legarius Sneed and and pretty decent safeties too, and linebackers as well. Taking away, still, taking away, Ayuk, taking away. You still got to use Ayuk more than what he I, did. I agree. I, I, I listen. I, I understand that. Somebody else should have been able to step up in lieu of Kittle and in lieu of Debo Samuel being taken away. And Ayuk maybe wasn't given enough opportunity. That's fair. I think that's a fair criticism. Uh, Ayuk had six targets, three catches, 49 yards. Not enough of an impact. He had that one big catch that every that Tony Romo, again, was slurping up on CBS that you know Kyle majestically put a safety uh, on Brandon Ayuk. Um, but that was it. That was the 20-yarder, and that was uh, almost half of his production. I I understand what you're saying. I Listen, JYD, Kyle Shanahan deserves some criticism. Again, I, I, I keep wanting to say this. Kyle Shanahan deserves criticism for a number of things. I guess what I strike back at, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see what Mike Lombardi says at 3.30. What I'll strike back at is, again, how much. And does he deserve full blame? I appreciate you. As always, congratulations to the Chiefs. I don't buy this notion that he's not going to win a championship in San Francisco. Now, what I am curious about, what I am curious about, Kirk Cousins keeps saying it's not about the money. He's made plenty of money. Kirk Cousins and Kyle Shanahan have always wanted to work together. Again, Brock Purdy was 23 of 38, 255. People are going to say I'm crazy. I'm going to say this on February 12th, 2024. I would not be surprised at all, period. At all. By April 1st, if Kirk Cousins is under contract to the San Francisco 49ers. Write that down. Cut that up. I don't know if it'll happen, but I know they always wanted to work together. And they came close a couple of times since leaving Washington or since Kyle was fired from Washington. All right, more of your calls coming up. Motown Monday, hop aboard, 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. More of your calls, more of your reaction. What do you think of that? Kirk Cousins, could he possibly head to San Francisco? Could that be what Kyle has in mind to take the next step to put him and the 49ers franchise over the top? They would have done it for Tom Brady last offseason. But that was a little bit of a different circumstance in a lot of ways. Would they do it? Would he do it for Kirk Cousins? And would that be a good look? 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. The Commanders make a baffling hire as they're for their offensive line coaching position. That's what one prominent fan-run website has. We'll give you their spin after 3 o'clock on the Team 980. And in case you don't know, we 
mentioned a couple of times, Bobby Johnson is reportedly the new offensive line coach. And Ryan Kerrigan, I think John Kime had uh, this first uh, and had mentioned it over the weekend, too, that Ryan Kerrigan was very much in the running. And again, he'll be the assistant linebackers coach uh, and pass rush specialist coach. So good to see RK. Uh, staying around. All right, back to your calls. Let's get to Jonesy. What's up, Jonesy? How are you? Hey, hey what's up, Chris? What hey, up, Jones? Um, man, listen, JYD, <laughs> Kansas City fan. You didn't know that. I mean, we knew this uh, going back about two years ago. That's almost like saying, okay, we don't know that he called in as Daryl, Jimmy, David, Rick, and and, and all those other names too. But here's the thing, man. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, that's a special dude, man. I mean, we, I, I kept saying for the last three weeks, even when they played going back four weeks ago when they played Buffalo, I said that dude, oh, everybody tell me about the defense, what they were going to do, this, that, and the third, and they got this game, the Buffalo Mafia and all that, Bills Mafia. Guess what? He went in there, and what did he do? <laughs> he went in there and took care of business against that defense, wore that defense down there. And in the Ravens game two weeks ago, they didn't even have to score at the last half. All you do is manage the game and kill clock. Mm-hmm. This game here, boom, look what happened. All you had to do is have the ball in overtime. And, yes, he was sitting over there like Jimmy Cool on the bench like nothing was going on special. He was like, oh, I we gotta go back out here on this field. <laughs> the game is over. And so it was. I mean, this guy is a bad man. But I will tell you this, Jones, just let me let me jump in here, here for one second, right? I, I mean, listen, he, I, you know, Mahomes, I I mean, if you think about it, how close they were to losing that game on that drive, yeah. right? I mean, Pacheco yeah. gets blown up on a third one and yeah doesn't get the surge, and then they come out on fourth and one, and they do the quarterback uh, pull thing, uh, or, or the you know the the quarterback, I guess the QB keeper is just the best way uh, to you know to put it. And then if you think about it, right on a third and six later on in that drive at the Kansas City forty six, so on still on their side of the field, if they don't yep. get the first down on a crosser to Rasheed Rice. In that particular situation, they are in a fourth and well, maybe it's fourth and you know, maybe it's fourth and six, well, maybe it's fourth and, and three, four I, and whatever, right. right? Maybe they don't make it there, and then there was a third and one in which he scrambled yeah. for nineteen yards right up the middle. Right? Think about yeah. how close they were to not to not getting that touchdown just on that drive in those three sequence sequence or those three plays as part of the overall sequence. Right. Hey, that was one point in that overtime game. They had the guy locked down. I mean, I mean, what the whole, the team, they manned, they manned up on everybody and they had everybody across the board, but they forgot about locking down Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He runs up the middle for the first down, and I said, up oh, there it is right there. That's the backbreaker. I said, the <laughs> 49er defense was, 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 I mean, they were on fumes. They, they were, were they on were cash fumes. Money. They, yes, they were, but they were cash money. 
throughout the duration of the game for the first the, yes think, for the first two and a half quarters it, correct but 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 the, to, but the 11 play drive at the end of regulation which they only gave up a field goal kudos to them because yep. the 49 I mean the Chiefs everybody thought was going to score and they stopped Mahomes on that scramble on that one third down from inside the five yard line 11 play drive and then uh again the, the game winning drive ultimately is um let me see here one two three uh four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen plays so <clears throat> again twenty four plays thirteen on the game winning drive in overtime uh oh yeah. gosh I should have looked to my right I instead of counting like an idiot uh it it says 13 <laughs> plays right there, 75 yards. But 13 plays and 11 plays in the final, say, two minutes or so of regulation and the one series in overtime, right? To me, yep. that's a lot to ask out of the 49ers, right? Again, that's Indeed. part of the reason yeah. why they lost this game. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? Kyle, he has got to change, man. I mean, he's 0-3 in Super Bowls. I mean, whether you're coordinator, coach, head coach, whatever, it's about changing what you do. I listened to even uh, Dan Quinn talking about changing what you mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. You, he learned some things, you know, after being fired as a head coach, and learning some, picking up some things as a defensive yeah. coach out there as a, as in Dallas. Yeah, so no, I, I hear you. I'm like, okay, this, that you know, that's the definition of insanity when you refuse to change what you do, looking for different results. That's a fair point, uh, Josie. I got to run because I'm up against it, but I appreciate right. it. Good strong call uh, as always. I will say this, you know, maybe Kyle Sh- again, maybe Kyle Shanahan will will give up play calling. I don't think so, but maybe. Or maybe he will say, you know what? I've got to get better than Brock Purdy. One of those two is coming. One of those two is coming. 49ers fall just short. 3 o'clock coming up on the Team 980 Motown Monday. Your final phone calls. Again, Michael Lombardi, longtime NFL executive at 3.30 right here on the Team 980. Always live and free on the Odyssey app.